You're listening to an XM Productions podcast. All right. Welcome back to Moody and I'm your dungeon master, Reese Amstutz. Can we get a walk around the table of players? Hey, my name is Christian Majewski. Who are you playing? And I'm playing Niklaus. Goodness. I'm never going to get used to that. Hi, my name is Rachel McKelvey, better known as Prof Mac, and I am playing Adra. I'm Samuel Bowen, and I am playing Ima Draku. Ima Draku. Wonderful. All right. So, uh, just picking up from where we were uh, last week, we were finishing up our session zero. So, a couple things about characters are going to be a little different because we've had some new developments um, in just backstories and character qualities and all that. Um, so, we're going to pick up our story this week about, we'll say about, yeah, three months after uh, Klaus showed up originally. Um, so you guys are all introduced to each other. You know who everybody is. Um, uh, this is just for everybody here at the table, but a reminder of important names. Uh, there are four major factions. They are not like super hard lines. People pass between them every once in a while. They are the Harvesters, the Militia, the Governance, and the Tribe. Uh, the Harvesters are led by Rashik, who is a female lizard folk druid. Uh, the Militia is led by Migosk, who is a male lizard folk fighter. Um, the governance is led by Urthej, who is a male lizard folk uh, bard blood hunter. And the tribe is led by Ark, who is a male uh, lizard folk, no class, total commoner. Um, and that's what you guys know. Those are the big names. And then there's also another big name is Surak, who is the creator of Aima. Who was the, uh, who is the stone golem that we encountered last session? Um, who was built out of the heart of the dragon? Uh, who used to protect yada yada yada? Just a big pickup on where we are, um, and so where we're going to pick up our story. Uh, just a little bit of background for you guys over the past couple weeks, uh, specifically uh, you, Adra have been picking up on a lot more rumors and uh, mentions of this so-called door that you've heard about several times. You're not sure where it is, but you do know it exists, and you really, really want to know where it is. <laughs> um, and so you've heard a lot more talking about that. Um, and it has come to the point where Urthej actually approached the three of you collectively. Um, I was kind of like, hey... Uh, not going to do his voice right now because voice is tired today, uh, but said to you guys, um, no, I'll do the voice. Later today, uh, approximately an hour before dinner, supper together, uh, I would like to meet with you all. We have, shall we say, task necessary for you to complete. And so we're going to pick up when that meeting starts. Um, so you guys know there's not really a, like, command center of the temple you can see on the map that I gave you guys. It's a lot of open space. There's really only one designated space that belongs to anybody, and that's Sudak's workshop. Um, and so he called you specifically to the hallway in the center of the temple on the first floor. Um, and so we're going to pick up there. You guys are right outside the door. Uh Feel free to take it from here. The door is available and open. There's no locks. 
Hello, Klaus. How are we doing today? As always, I am magnificent. Oh, that's that you are. You're looking very magnificent today. Mm, I know. I polished my horns today in the morning. Wow, they're so shiny. They are beautiful, aren't they? I love them. Imer, aren't they very shiny? They are very shiny. Okay, as obviously stated by our um, inviter, I am the leader of this group. So why don't I go first into the into the room? You know what? That sounds like a great idea. But you should watch out for like, you know, little rocks on the ground that you could potentially trip over. I do not trip. The ground just desires me. <laughs> As I'm sure that most grounds do. Very nice. Um, Irma, should we let Klaus go first? I think that seems wise. Perfect. All right, Klaus, lead the way. So what I do, um. Klaus opens the door, just like pushes it open. I have this huge hat on with like a feather in it. And as I walk in, I take off the hat and I just kind of brush the floor. I bow and I put it back on. That was really dramatic. And you see sitting in, uh, standing in the room rather, uh, Erthage. Uh, he doesn't wear a lot of clothes. Um, uh, he's a green scaled lizard folk. This is something that is just a, an element of the society you guys have here is there are lots and lots of different colors. Um, big primary ones are red, green, black, and brown. Those are the big ones. Um, and then we've got our lovely gold stone golem over there. Um, so Arthej is a green scaled uh, lizard folk with orange accents. Uh, Hanging at his sides, he has what seem to be, and you guys have seen these iconic weapons for him before, uh, two swords that look like basically two halves of a single jaw of some large carnivorous creature um, that have basically been uh, sort of sawn off and cut into blades so that he could use them as weapons. Um, And then he looks at you all and goes, come in, come in. And you see not just him, but the all four major leaders are in the room right now. Migosk, Ark, Ethej, and Rashik all there. Klaus, what did you do? I did not do anything. I look for like a chair somewhere, like best a chair that's kind of higher than everyone else's. If it isn't, I try to find like a... No chairs. No chairs? Yeah. Just, it's, it's a hallway most other times. It's oh. being used as a meeting room because there is no real command okay. center. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the door, a... the door um, right. kind of confused me. Okay, then yeah. I yeah. just... As he's walking forward, I'm going to change the color of my tail to match the floor and try and trip him. Okay. Um, here's what we'll say. I need you to make an attack roll. If you beat his armor class, I'm going to have you make a deck save. Okay. Oh, goodness. It was a five. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Nope. You, you lost track of your own tail because it blended in that well, and you were like, like, it's this moment of like, dang, I'm good at what I do, but also, dang, I missed. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. I suppose you all would be wondering why we have gathered you here. Oh, Klaus claimed that he already knows. I never claimed that. I, of course, understood that they would need me. Do you know what we need you for? No. Adra, I am sure you are fully aware of the fact that there is a door somewhere here that you do not know the location of, you have heard the rumors, you sneak around a lot. That is correct. I've heard tales of this door and 
as you seem to know of my sneaking, yes, I've done a lot of looking. Yes. Recently, there has come to be an issue. Things that Kazarash was protecting us from have finally reached us. They're coming in small quantities now. But we need, shall we say, a group of people capable of handling them. And more than defend, the only way for us to successfully uh, end this threat more permanently is to go seek it out and find it and eliminate it at the source. That is what we would like you to do. Do you have any clearer details of the threat that is coming through? You said they're coming in small quantities right now. Yes. What does that mean? One moment. And he... He walks up to the walls. So the walls in this hallway are um, murals of Kazarash and him uh, finding the lizard folk and taking them in and protecting them and shows the temple being built and all that. Um, and so there, uh, you can see these and there's one particular space within a particular drawing of the temple. And he takes his uh, finger and he just presses into the stone and it gives. And the wall drops down in various panels and on the other side of the wall, you see a staircase going down. Beyond the staircase is the source of whatever this problem is. They have been coming as of recent in the form of... Migosk, how would you describe them? Migosk speaks up and he goes, the, the best description I could give is they appear to be some sort of undead dinosaur. Dinosaur. What? I, what is I, a dinosaur? This is a word that we have come to use to dis- They look kind of like lizard folk. Like the skeletal structure is somewhat the same. And those that come through that are not full skeletons but still have flesh on them are scaled. But they're like... They, they act like... They do not act like people. They, they act like animals. They look like animals, but they are scaled. They, I don't know how best to describe it. it they have tails and everything. T- tails, claws, everything. Yeah. Are they closer in appearance to me or to you? Easily to us. Easily to us. I just kind of shake my head. And you're sure they're not us, just like a different... Um... They're one feet tall. Oh. The ones that have been coming through so far. We have been managing them, but for the most part, they are not very big, but they do pack a punch. If they are only one foot tall, then why should we be needed to disperse of them? 
We do not need you to disperse of them. We need you to get to the source and eliminate that. How do you know that there is a source? That it's not coming from somewhere outside? I believe it is coming from somewhere outside, but that somewhere outside can only be reached through the dungeon, otherwise they would be coming through the front door instead. Why are they not coming from through the outside door? Because I, of the mist? I do not believe it is because of the mist. I believe it's because the only place that they could come from is down there. Those, this basement that clearly you've known about for a long time, but has been kept from the rest of the lizard people. And it is meant to remain that way. Understood. Is it really the only way off the island? Is that what you're saying? Why they cannot come through the mist? I do not believe it is the only way off the island. There are many ways off the island. There, there are many ways off the island. We only occupy a small portion of the island. The island is massive. This basement, we do not know where they are coming from, but we believe they are coming from somewhere that can only be accessed through there. Otherwise, they would be coming through the mist, as Klaus has so wonderfully demonstrated. You can get through the mist. That's true. I just kind of uh, throw my hands up, <laughs> posing. L- lovely, Klaus. Um, you said they pack a punch. What does? What do you mean by that? They're not easy to kill, and they're not easy to withstand. But you found ways to kill them? Yes. How has that been possible? So, we do not... Perhaps, Erthej, you would know more about this. And Erthej picks up the conversation at this point. I do not know a ton. From my work with blood magic, I can estimate that something in the way of necromantic magics are occurring and what is necessary to destroy them is enough either magical or physical force to rend the incantations and arcane powers that are holding them together inert. Do you think that they might be coming from a greater source as in the farther we go into the dungeon, the greater beings we will encounter. Yes, that is why we are sending you, so that you can eliminate the greater source. As you can see, I, I'm kind of like um, putting my hands together greedily, smiling. You seem excited, Klaus. I do not need to discuss this with you. I kind of just stand to the side. Understood. Um, Urthej... <laughs> Yes. Is there anything that you maybe can bestow us with if we choose to go? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very excited to leave the temple and explore what's out there, but um like to be prepared, you know? Absolutely. We have... Rashik, perhaps you would be best to describe this. And Rashik uh, stands up and walks over to you guys. And she pulls out from her satchel uh, these two small herbs, uh, about this long. Um, uh, this, for the listeners, being about four inches. <laughs> I realize I'm gesturing with my hands to people who can't see me as well. Uh, so about these these four-inch long herbs, um, and they're wide, thick leaves. Um, and... She hands them to you and says, These will provide an amount of healing. 
Not a ton, but hopefully enough to maintain you as you attempt this. You do not have to. By no means do you have to leave, find the source immediately, and never come back. You can come back. We do not have very many of these, though. You will not find very many of these. We takes... Seventy moons to grow them. That is many moons, and we only have one during the night. Very astute, Klaus. <laughs> you see Rashid just like, she's so close to a face palm. Just so, so close. Yes. Yes, we do only have one moon during the night, Klaus. That is, that is true. That is very true. I know, I'm quite observant. Yes. <clears throat> you can come back to rest. There may be a point where that becomes difficult and less helpful than normal, but for the time being, so long as you feel comfortable doing so, you are permitted to. Have you found in um, the little one-foot ones, which, I mean, sound scary, maybe? Exciting more. Uh, do they have any weaknesses? Or is it hard for them to hear or see, I assume, because they're undead, maybe? but We have not found that to be an issue for them. Because they are undead, they are not operating on any physical factors. They are purely arcane in operation. Lovely. Do they appear to be sentient? They appear to have some form of will. We do not know exactly how far that this extends. They could potentially um, have independent thought, but it is difficult to tell since they seem fairly united and pack-oriented at the moment. Have you tried communicating with them? When something comes running at you, trying to tear your eyes out... Having a conversation is not exactly the first instinct. Maybe to you. Protect him if he tries to have a conversation with these things. I don't know. It might be a little interesting. I but I, I'm joking. Him. I love how Ema's voice has basically just become Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is at this point that Urthage, um stands up and says we collectively do not have many more pieces of information to give you that is about everything we know if not everything just one more question if I could since these creatures seem to be arcane and magical in nature do you think that there might be a mage behind them it is certainly likely okay have you any interest? What is your consensus? You are the three most able-bodied of our people. Honestly, for me, anything that gets me out of the temple, I'm down to do. Anything that brings me closer to Walt domination, I mean, to um, helping you out, is going to be perfect for me. And uh, where I go, Ima goes, right? This is my purpose. Oh, wow. <laughs> it looks like we will go. 
Thank you for entrusting this to us. Of course. When do you wish to leave? No. I just no. kind of, oh. as the conversation is still happening, I kind of walked away and I'm sticking my head into like the staircase, just seeing it. I have dark vision, so whatever. You have dark vision. Okay. Um, you see the staircase extends uh, down about 15 feet and then it levels out. Okay. Um, and that's about all you can catch from this uh, space. It's about 10 feet wide. I am ready to depart immediately. Sure, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did not expect you all to leave so soon. Do you all have your necessary supplies on you, though? I apologize for interrupting. Well, that's what I was thinking. I've got, you know, my rapier, but my short bow is back home. But we could maybe figure it out. Home is upstairs. You could go and grab it. I need my minions at top performance. Minions? Minions. I mean servants. I'm sorry? Servants? Yes. (sighs) I can't say it. Fine, fine. (laughs) Earthage. It's pronounced Earthage. 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 It won't come out of my mouth. Earthage, Earthage. It's a difficult one to do with the accent you're doing. Earthage. Well, let me run upstairs really quick and um, grab my short bow. Does anybody wish to make other errands? I've got everything I need right beside me. And I kind of just clap um, Ima on the shoulder. (laughs) 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 Um, You're eight feet tall. You're five foot four? About, yeah. It's more like the thigh. Yeah, it's you, like, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, you're like maybe hitting the lower pectoral. I forgot that he was eight feet tall. Okay, I just kind of smack him on the tummy. <laughs> Audra, what are, you, are you actually going to go grab stuff or what are you actually doing? Uh, I mean, I'm grabbing more than my short bow. Right, but, so what are you grabbing? Uh, I'm going to also grab my daggers and... Just, just grabbing your stuff, yeah. your equipment. Yeah, okay, just grab my cool. Equipment. Okay, so you guys, you go, you grab your stuff. Um, you guys all convene back at this main hallway. Do you have something? No, I'm gonna leave it. Okay, in my cool. place for now. Um, <laughs> when you get back, uh, the only person left in the room is Erthej, and then uh, these two, Erthej, yes. We're just going to keep saying it silently to myself so it can come out. You guys are allowed to not know the names immediately. They're weird. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Is there anything else you need before you go? When we walk down this tunnel, will the walls come back in place? I assume because you're trying to keep it hidden from the rest of the lizard folk? In theory, they will. We are not sure. We do not go down there. So you don't know if we could actually get back up? No, but I imagine if you bang hard enough on this wall, we will have someone posted. I'm sure that if Ima knocks on the door, he they will definitely hear us. That's not the sound Stone makes when you bang it against Stone. <laughs> I don't have a good... I can't make the noise. Yeah, it's roughly like that. Rock against rock. But yeah, no, very clear. If Ema knocks on the door, someone will know. Perfect. Well, leader? I do not go first. The leader never goes first. Lead the way. 
<laughs> All right, let's get a marching order moving into the basement. Klaus will definitely try <laughs> to go last. I will go first. Cool. Thank you, Ima. You're so kind. And tall. True. Will we see anything behind him? Do I have to like crouch down to like? Yeah. How in? big is uh, the entrance? So the this so there are tall ceilings. This is like a straight up temple. Okay. Um. So first floor ceilings are about twenty feet. Second floor, uh, it doesn't have much of a ceiling. Um, it's got a bit of an overhang, but second floor doesn't have ceilings. Um, but so where you're at, uh, the door that exists on the other side of that, the false wall, um, is about 15 feet tall. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, no, you fit, you fit comfortably. So, like, yeah, 15 feet tall, 10 feet wide. So you can yep. make it down there quite nicely. Uh, please tell me, who has dark vision and who does not? I do. <laughs> I do not. You do not. Yeah, you don't either. All right. So. I mean, out of everyone, it would make the most sense. Yeah. Because if he gets struck with an arrow. You're not going down? Not necessarily. He's a sorcerer. 12 hit points probably. Whoa, whoa. 17. (laughs) Well, then you do have more hit points than I do. I was going to say, I don't have many. This is a squishy party. It is a squishy party. (laughs) With no healing. No, we have the two healing herbs. That's why I could have taken healing words. I told you to make your character how you wanted to make your character, and I would accommodate. Yeah, don't worry. I, I was planning on taking something like next level. Sounds good. But for the time being. All right. No healing. <laughs> Ima, I want you to uh, I want you to make uh, perception checks with disadvantage. Uh, just make one for the time being as you walk into a completely dark, totally underground no light room made of stone. But can I not because if it's all very wide, I can still see even though he's tall. I yeah, can still you can't. See you can't see. Everything. You can't. You can see most everything, but you'll see it about. Uh, you'll see it about four seconds later than he would. Okay. So you roll yours just straight. Okay. Um, Could I light a torch? Sure, you can light a torch. Yeah. All right. Just mark off that off from your torso. equipment because you do have a limited number of torches. I believe you do. Yes, you start with ten torches, and you're. Uh, yeah, so I have nine torches now. Yeah. <clears throat> still at disadvantage, I assume. Yeah, still. Well, uh, here's what we'll do. Uh, roll it straight, and I'll just increase the DC by two. Yeah, that's reasonable. Because you're in dim light now. Nineteen. Total. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Um, so as you walk down this hallway, is about. 30, 35 feet long uh, until it eventually opens up into a room and what you see is uh, very, very simple space. Um, about let's see, what is that? Uh, 60 feet wide and 30 feet uh, deep. Uh, there are basically what look like two panels um, on the far wall from you. Uh, with runic carvings um, in, uh, you can tell that it is some sort of metal um, because it is, you can see the reflection specifically off of the metal as opposed to the stone. Um, And then right in the center, there is a statue that is about uh, 10 feet tall. It's got a 10 foot pedestal that sits uh, uh, sits about a foot off the ground. And it is this older human male 
looking individual with a beard um, and it has two hands out and in the center uh, seems to be some sort of opening in each palm and that is what you see before you okay do we know what a human looks like um that's actually a very good question you see this really really fleshy looking individual um with ears that aren't quite as pointed as klaus's and no horns he kind of looks like klaus since it's made of stone you don't know what color the skin would be so whatever klaus is is probably your nearest approximate actually you would know i would say there was a human that was you knew collier de ruk yeah um so you know of a you know what a human looks like you would see this and be like oh that's a human it's not collier but it is a human. Okay. Um, that was going to be my question. You would not, uh, Ema, you would not, you would just see, no, fleshy. Not kind of like Klaus, but no horns and rounder ears. And then Klaus, you know exactly what this is because you've seen people before. Yep. And as I see the statue, I walk up to it and I kind of spit at its feet. Klaus, why would you do that? Humans disgust me. But I do kind of still walk around and I uh, check yeah. it out. Uh, what are you looking for specifically? Um, anything that would maybe fit inside of the, um, palms. I'm looking for any engravings, um, anything that would stand out. Okay. Maybe a different material, anything like that. Make an investigation check for me. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That would be a 15. Okay. Uh, with a 15, you notice on each palm right around the opening is very faintly drawn in. Uh, some sort of script, some sort of language. What languages do you speak? Common and, read? and infernal. You cannot read it. Okay. Do do we see it after he notices? Does he let you know? Um. Wait. How tall is the thing? Because can this, I even see the inscriptions you, at the? Pom- you can the see the inscriptions uh, because they are just low enough for you to be able to reach. Okay. Um. Uh. So you can see the inscriptions. You can't read them. Okay. Um. Uh. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You, Ada, Ima, come over here. There's some kind of inscription. I do not, I cannot read it. I'm guessing that it might be in your language. Perfect. Ima, can you uh, lift me up a bit so I can get a good look? I speak draconic in common. Wonderful. Uh, The question is, would you have ever had to read either of those languages? I'm sure that... I feel like as a rogue trying to learn all of the skills... Yeah, give me your intelligence score. That's a great question. Uh, 15. Yeah, that's enough. Um, If you had like a five or like, if you had less than a 10, I would say you probably wouldn't know how to read it, but because you have more than a 10. Um, This is Draconic. And the script on each palm reads exactly the same. And it says, bring me an offering of the arcane. Mm. What does it say? It says, bring me an offering of the arcane. Hmm. Um, can I try casting detect, detect magic on the entire room? On the entire room? Yes. Absolutely. Um, go ahead and mark off your spell slot for that. Mm-hmm. So when you cast detect magic on the entire room, uh, please remind me, detect magic is blocked by uh, one foot of stone, right? Um, so anything behind total cover you can't catch, right? If I'm not mistaken. It's, it's blocked Three by feet of wood or dirt. Wait, sorry. One foot of stone, one inch of yeah. common metal. Yep. And, yeah. then, and then anything behind total cover you can't see. Mm, yep. Penetrate most barriers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
So you do not sense anything outside of this room. Uh, you do sense specifically that there is, uh, let's see, what school would this be? Uh, this would probably be um, sort of a combination magic between um, enchantment and evocation. Uh, a tether from each palm to the door on its respective side. Okay. So, sorry, just to see it. This is standing yes. like this, and yep. the doors are behind it, right? Yes. And so, this palm here, so the, the left one is the left palm the is one. connected to the door that is, like, if you're looking at it. Left behind it. Right. Yeah. Left behind okay. it. Yep. Um, okay. Also, do I sense anything from Ima? Just out of curiosity. Uh, yes. From Ima, you specifically pick up the schools of, let's see, uh, evocation um, and enchantment. Those two schools are the ones that uh, encompass the majority of what Ima is. There are small sprinklings of other schools. You don't get any illusion. You don't get any necromancy. Um, Evocation, mostly. Yeah, mostly okay. evocation, a little bit of enchantment. There's also, like, the, the third most prominent school there is conjuration. Okay. Okay, um, so without saying anything, I just kind of, you guys can see me kind of like straighten up and I start walking over to the left one mm -hmm. and I just look at the inscriptions. I look at everything. Is it also in Draconic? Uh, so the doors do not seem to have runic language on them, just runic design. Okay. So it's not, does not seem to be any sort of script, does not seem to be anything uh, legible, mm -hmm. um, or at least not in a language that any of you can read. Okay, can I feel where the magic is centered? Yes, so it is specifically, um, the tether draws from the hand, sort of splits off into two, and goes up and to the top corners of the door. Okay, okay. Um, two for both? For both door? Yes. So it splits off of each hand, divides into two, connects to one door, and then splits off of the other hand, divides into two, connects to the other door. Okay. So wait, so there are, sorry, because it's just a little confusing. There's so there's doors? basically four. No, there there are two doors. Okay. The, te the tether specifically seems to go to the top corners of each individual door. Okay. Um, can I see anything there? Uh, you do not see, well, let's see, that's 15 feet in the air. Give me a perception check. Okay, perception. This is very bad. Oh, 14. 14. Okay, so with a 14, you cannot tell. Um, there is, there seems to be some light. Uh, you can't make like out exactly what it is, but it seems to be some sort of light carving. Okay. Um, I kind of, not without looking back, I just kind of wave with my hand and uh, Ima, could you approach me? Yes. Can you see anything in the corners up there? I look in the corners. Uh, do you still have your torch? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, make a, let's say, investigation check. Also, something I should have mentioned earlier. Sorry. Uh, the door on the left side of mm -hmm. the statue uh, has a small, like, one, one and a half foot hole in the bottom corner. Okay. It does not appear to have been there by design because the other door does not have it. Yes. 21. 21. Okay. You, what languages do you speak and read? Uh, common Draconic. Okay. Um, you can tell that this is a, um, you being a sorcerer, let's actually get an Arcana check as well. Uh, Reroll that, that's cocked. <laughs> that's way worse. <laughs> that's, can we keep the first roll, please? No, because it wasn't. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, that's not too bad. 11. Dang. Okay. That's oh, not wow. bad. Um, you can tell that this is um, the original, the, the script on the palm is uh, not only uh, an inscription of instruction, it is also an arcane rune placed there to give instruction as to how to activate it. Um, the runes in the top corners of this are the actual uh, magical function. So you can't decipher precisely what it is with an 11, but you know that the activation is not here. The activation is at the statue, and the statue will then activate the runes at the top. While they're doing all of this, yes. I'm just like circling around the bottom of the... Because I guess you've dropped me at this point <laughs> to go up. I let you anyway. down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just drops her straight <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> so I'm just circling the base, seeing yeah. if I can see anything. Uh, what specifically are you looking for? Uh, anything jutting out. So for me, I think maybe the holes, there's something to fill in there. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, give me an investigation check. With the 10, you do not find anything. There doesn't seem to be anything that would fill the holes that was left around the room. Nothing at the base of the statue, nothing in that fashion. As Ima is checking out the the inscriptions, I look at the hole, um, because I'm kind of thinking that that might be the hole that the little dinosaurs are coming from. So I just kind of carefully inspect it and try to find something that I can maybe shove in there to like seal it up. Okay, uh, here's what I'll have you do. Roll a perception check to see, uh, just to look down the hole and see what you can see there, uh, and then roll Freaking an investigation. <laughs> and then roll an investigation check after that to see if there's anything you can shove in the hole. Um, oh, for perception, I got an eighteen. Okay. And let me just do the investigation yeah, as well. Let's get both of them at the same time. That, that's a five. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, looking down the hole, what you can see is you can see on the other side. Uh, There appears to be continual ground. Uh, There is uh, no seeming seeming barrier, no seeming enemy on the other side yet. Okay. Um, And when you begin to go looking for something to fill the hole with, you find a lot of small pebbles. Like, you could fill it. It would take a while. Probably be easy to dismantle, but you could do it. No, I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Um, So I basically just... Because the hole is, like, right here, right, Ima? I just kind of put myself in between. I put Ima in between me and the hole. Okay. And I'm just kind of like, this door seems seems to be leading to the other side. However, there might also be enemies on the other side, so be careful. I will remind you there's also uh, basically an identical door on the right side of the statue as well. Yeah, but it doesn't have the hole, right? Right. does not have the hole. Mm -hmm. Yep. How big is the holes in the palm of the hand? Uh, so the palm of the hand, uh, because this is a fairly tall statue, uh, the hole itself is probably about the size of your actual hand. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. It's not a small hole. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I would like to go back to the statue. Okay. And when he sees the, the holes in the hands, he would like to cast mending and just kind of like fix it. Okay, um, here's what I'm going to have you do. Roll an... Uh, which which hand are you going to do this on? 
in my head it was the left one first. <laughs> okay. Uh, so left hand being facing the statue left, yes? Like looking at the statue starting yes. on his Okay, left. which, okay, cool. Uh, roll, here's what I'm going to say. Roll an Arcana check. Arcana Use your charisma check. modifier, though. Actually, no, make a spell attack. I mean, I rolled a 17, so. Okay. So, yeah. Give. What's your spell attack modifier, though? Probably a five. Yeah, yeah plus five. Okay, with a total of 22, you begin to uh, cast Mending on this hole. And as you do that, nothing occurs. Let me check the language of Mending, actually. I want to see precisely what it does. Uh, Mending, Mending. If the, like, damage is more than one foot in any dimension... It does not appear to be damage. It appears to be the way it is. Uh, hmm. There's nothing saying you need both halves. As you begin to... Uh, <clears throat> As you reach your hand out, describe to me what exactly Ema's doing. Um, how does how does yeah how does being a draconic bloodline sorcerer work as someone who doesn't really like have blood? Kind of, you know, like what does that look like when he casts spells? How does that manifest? I assumed his scaly portions would kind of glimmer a little bit. Okay, and then he would just kind of yeah just reach out with his hand. Yeah. So as you go to mend it. Um, with just a, a touch of your hand, as you pull your finger away, the stone that was missing from the hole fills back in. And now the hand is smooth. Has anything happened with the door? You notice. Uh, how long does uh, Detect Magic last? Uh, let me tell you. It lasts for... Ten minutes, right? Ten minutes. You notice that the tether between the left hand and the left door mm -hmm. is severed. Both of them? So Yeah, there's the, one that splits into two, but like... Right, so what happens is with the left hand, or, or you're looking at it, so it's technically the right hand, mm -hmm. um, the magic is still reaching out mm -hmm. to the other uh, inscription. The other inscription is still reaching out, but the band in between is now broken. Okay. You cannot make a connection anymore. Okay. And the door itself doesn't move. The door does not move. Hmm. And that, um, can I get an arcana check from you? Sure. It's not gonna to be see much, if though. you can figure out what exactly has just occurred. Not 20, 22. <laughs> wow, dang. Okay, hey. so you see this and there's this immediate moment of like, oh shoot, we there's no way to open that door now. Yep, that's kind of what I figured. The The inscription the the connection has been shattered the only way to do it would be to try and recreate whatever uh whatever spell effect was built into this at the beginning and you don't know what spell effect was built into it at the mm -hmm. beginning and each wizard each mage does something does their things a little bit differently mm -hmm. and so it'd be trying to figure out who is this person how would they make this magic and so that's probably not a viable option anymore okay um sorry just one more question um from the hole in the wall, yes. can I kind of make out how thick the wall is? 
yes. Uh, we'll use your 18 perception from earlier for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is about a foot and a half thick. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and that's the door, not the wall. The wall itself seems to be about two feet thick. Okay. Class, uh, I know that you carry a lot of rings on you mm-hmm. from before you talked about that. Is there any, like, arcane magic or anything in those rings? Not arcane magic. They are just beautiful, and I kind of shake them. (laughs) (laughs) One finger lacking a ring that was once there. Okay. Um, Okay. Can I try something kind of... Or differently. Do I detect any magic or fortification from the door itself? Uh, The door... The door itself seems to bear minor abjurative properties. Not a lot, but it's there. So, like, there seems to be some kind of either magic or fortification coming from it. There seems to be some sort of magical fortification having been placed on the door to attempt to protect it. In theory, though, because something has burrowed through the door before, Mm -hmm. there may be a way to undo that. Okay, can I... I will remind you there is still the existing tether on the other hand. I was slowly going over to fix the other hand. <laughs> Please, somebody stop him. <laughs> I don't know that the magic is gone. I can't see I it. I kind of want to let him do it. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I, as you've been figuring this out, and he's been okay. putting in the hole, I've been here's, here's ruminating. Or differently. Or differently. Okay, here's, here's what I'm going to have you guys do. We're going to roll initiative right oh now. Oh, my God. So that we have an exact timeline for what's happening in okay. how. Okay. <laughs> Natural 20. That one. That one. <laughs> okay, so you both got nat ones? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whose dexterity is higher? I think mine would be. I have a 2 in dexterity, a 14 in dexterity. I have 15. Oh, great. <laughs> so he has a plus 3. Yep. All right. So, first thing that's going to it's occur. Still plus two. It's is it Oh yeah, cuz because it's starting at 10. It's still plus two, but yeah, be- sorry, yeah, because yeah. you've got that one point higher. This is why they both exist is because while your modifiers might be the same, someone has a higher dexterity score usually. All right. So top of initiative order. We're going to start with Audra. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> what would you like to do with your turn? Oh, my gosh. I So I've seen Ima fill in the first hole. Yes. Right? Okay. But I've been ruminating over because I read the bring an offering of the arcane. Yes. So as he goes to the second one, I say, Ima, hold on a second. I, it says an offering. It doesn't say to fix. We, we need something that, um, what, what is an offering? When, when we had Kazarak, we would, uh, Kazarash. Kazarash. Thank you. As with Kazarash, we would, um, we would talk with him. We would bring him uh, parts of our harvest. It's an offering. But I know nothing of arcane. So what offering do we have? All right. Next initiative. Ima. You love me. You listen to me. <laughs> harvest. Okay. Um Imo will use Prestidigitation to create like a small, like, beef jerky. 
<laughs> um, that's not how prestidigitation works, Aww. but I love that so much that I'm gonna let you do it. Yes. Well, you can you can make like a trinket in your hand. Yeah, you can make a trinket. It looks like a beef jerky. It's not necessarily beef. Okay, jerky. that's fair. I'll that's give you that. Magic yeah, sure. Beef jerky. Yes, you have you have non-sustenant oriented uh, beef, beef jerky. jerky. <laughs> it's like if you tried to take a bite of it, it probably tastes like styrofoam or something like that, <laughs> or just like stone. <laughs> no, no, it'd be styrofoam because it's it's got the properties and like physical okay. qualities of beef jerky. So maybe a little closer to stone than styrofoam, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, you've got some you've got some uh, arcane beef jerky in your hand. And he would like to put it in the hole in the hand. Alright. Like, eh. As you do that, the runes on the hand begin glowing this white and then flash red three times. So I guess it's wrong. Nothing seems to. I have don't happened. see any of that happening. I kind of am listening, but I, let's let's just say that everything that I was discovering yep. was happening at the same time. All right. Since crisis has been averted, and he's not going to try and mend the thing. We can drop initiative order. Okay. Now. I I'm just kind of as I'm holding my hand on the stone. I just kind of talking to myself, say, the magic has been summoned. And I don't know. If, uh, let's say that passive I passive perceptions. Let's get passive perceptions from you guys. What's your passive perception score? Oh, passive. Thirteen. Thirteen. I think it's eleven. You would pick up on it. Ima would not. Of him saying the the magic has been severed. You would hear that. You've trained your ear to listen to those okay. things. Uh, Klaus, what do you mean the magic has been severed? I kind of snap back into reality. My posture fixes again, and I whip around towards you, and I say, "Whatever Ima did has severed the magic that has been linking these two. And by the way, you weren't really aware of the fact that I was casting anything because I wasn't doing anything. So, yeah, just so that you know, it might be the first time that you're hearing I'm magical. Mm, yes, that's true. That's, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but how do you know this? A king knows everything. It didn't like the jerky. It didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think that it wants something greater? It did something. Klaus, we like he he did magic and and it we got lights. Maybe it wants something bigger. Maybe one of your rings, if you like, do magic on it. None of the rings have magic in it. But can you put magic in it? I mean, I, Ima just put magic on a beef jerky stick. I don't think so, um, your Mister DM. <laughs> uh, you would not be acquainted with how exactly mm -hmm. to enchant something at level two as a bard. Because I don't really have any invocate. I do. Uh, that's vicious mockery. Can I mock mm. one of the rings and enchant it with magic? <laughs> no, unfortunately that is not how that's not how enchanting things works like mechanically at all. You're just like, you are less shiny than the other rings. And it's just magical now. <laughs> And it's it's been it, it feels bad about itself, and so now it's magical. It became sentient. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not exactly how that works. I'll frick on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay, uh, so yeah, proceeding forward, mm. I'm going to start looking around the. Like, has... Uh, sorry, let me start that over. 
has the statue stopped flashing the three red lights? Or yes, it, it only it flashes. It flashed one, two, three, and then went blank. Okay, just completely. Okay. Mm. Sorry, are you doing something? Well, I was gonna say I w- want to. Um, I want to do. I want to walk towards the door with the hole in it and see if I can notice anything. Maybe there's some draconic or something that Klaus missed. So here's what I want you to do with that. that, um, Make a perception. Actually, let's go investigation because you're looking specifically trying to search something out. Perception 14. Investigation is what I said. Oh, investigation. 13. 13. With a 13, you do not see any uh, language that he would have missed. Um, do not see anything uh, around that particular hole. Um, yeah, no. I'm getting bored, so I'm going to run back the way that we came and try and talk to Earthedge. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, as as I see doing as I see her doing that, I kind of walk over to Ima and ask him to pick me up um, mm-hmm. to the second door so that I can look at the um, at the top corners. Okay, um, let's do uh, Audra first. So you run back and you find not only has a wall closed where actually you wouldn't even get that far. So you get back. You go to where that bottom of the staircase should be, and there's a wall there instead. <laughs> what? Sucks to suck. <laughs> so instead of seeing a staircase, you see a full wall. A full wall. Uh, I'm going to tap around because I don't have any dark vision. Oh, yeah. See if you, I can. Actually, oh, no. you would. You probably, because Ema's got the torch, <laughs> you would have run straight into the wall. <laughs> Uh, three hit points of damage. <laughs> Bludgeoning no, damage. No, no, not, not, not three. Uh, oh my god. Six. <laughs> Comes back with a bloody nose and missing two teeth. Half of it's bludgeoning, the other half is emotional. <laughs> That's called psychic damage. That's what that is. Um. No, but seriously, is she taking damage? Yes. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, that's real damage. That's that's real damage. Um, So I (coughs) gingerly walk back and say... Hands out in front of you. (laughs) And I walk towards the the light, the little speck of light until it grows bigger from the torch. Yep, and you get back to them safely. (laughs) Uh, She's got a little bit of just like this this, uh, like near purple blood. Uh, dripping out of her nose and yeah, she's not looks like that's gonna be a black eye tomorrow. Adra, did you um did you fight any monsters? No, it appears that we are locked in here, so we've got to figure out what offering the arcane is. Alright, that's where we're gonna end our game for this week. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you back here next week at Moody and D. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us this week.